you're listening to Theology Untucked with Tim and Caleb. Our aim, as always, is to help the people of God understand, love, and enjoy the Word of God. For more information, visit us at theologyuntucked.com. Welcome to Theology Untucked with Tim and Caleb, episode number one. Who do you think you are? And now, here are your hosts and theologians eximius, <laughs> Tim and Caleb. Tim, what's up? So, uh, hey, what do you think of that word? Eximius. You know uh, that I, one? I had to say I had to uh, look it up when I saw that you are going to be using it and distinguished and Did a, a little Google I University? I think it was... Uh, uh, it was probably Google Scholar so that I didn't have to, uh, you know, be with a rabble. Just wanted to make sure I set myself apart to be distinguished and exceptional, such as theologians Eximius ought to be. How about you? Did you have to look that up or did you know that off the top of your head? Oh, yeah, I definitely looked it up. Yeah. yeah use that. Use my thesaurus. That's uh, <laughs> that's not a ancient dinosaur. It's a something I found on Google University. Well, so anyway, what's going on? You excited about getting this started? I am. I've uh, I've been looking forward to uh, the ability to talk to people about theology, about uh, cultural issues, and things that mean a lot to us, and yet uh, to not talk about them in a much more of an orderly fashion. We name it theology untucked. Has a lot to do with kind of our approach. Uh, someone, a friend of mine, actually asked me about the title that we were looking at. And saying, I don't really get it. What exactly are you aiming at here? I said, well, if you can imagine two people who read a lot of stuff and do a lot of schoolwork and write a lot of things, sitting around a campfire, drinking a beer and talking about theology and whatever pops into their head, that's pretty much about as close as it can come to. Plus, the problem is, uh, I don't know if I, I imagine you probably have the same problem I do living down, me living down here in Mississippi, partially, but uh all this stuff we get to read and study, and then you don't have anybody to talk to about it. Yeah, I run into a different problem up here. I live in New York, for those of you who are listening, uh, and there is a uh, there's a wide margin. It's a funny story. I actually grew up in Mississippi, and uh, so Caleb lives not far from where I grew up, and I, for some reason, ended up in New York State. That'll be a story for another time, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, the... The starvation of, of people to sit down and, and seriously talk about issues uh, that that we can uh, address or get to address a lot of times in seminary classes is uh, is unfortunately low. Not that not that people don't want to, but that people don't get exposed to that. And uh, this is one of the reasons why we wanted to start this podcast. One of the reasons why uh, I like to to teach people that have never been able to sit down in a seminary class. There's things that pastors get very privileged to be exposed to in seminary. And mm. a lot of those things are so very helpful to the lives of, of Christians that I think it's uh, our impetus to actually pass that on. And I did not have to look that word up. I knew that one off the top. Of my head. Uh, actually, once you tell me the impetus, it, impetus, that, that was a good one. Uh, I, I, the only problem is I'm not going to be able to use that on a on a later episode. But no, yeah, I, I'm right there with you. My my heart's um my heart's in the same place. That uh, you know, there's uh, and so for those of you who don't know, I'm in I'm in Mississippi, um, and uh, so you know everybody in Mississippi's a Christian. I don't think that's the case in in New York. That's why I'm but, a Christian. Uh, 
but uh, when it comes when it comes to the kind of conversations that I guess Tim and I like to have, um, they're they're just uh, they're non-existent here. Um, and 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 the thing is is we we know that there's listeners all over the country who who are really hungry for this. And then so you know when we we're going to say, you know, you use some language like, like laity. First of all, I kind of want you to explain kind of where, where, where I am in, in, in this, you know, you know, Tim is, um, Tim is, a, is a pastor. I'm, I'm actually, when it, when it comes to any, any kind of church title or anything, I'm, I'm just a dude. <laughs> and by that, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just a dude. And now Tim's just a dude. It's just that he's a, he's a pastor dude. Um, but you know, I don't, I don't have, I don't, I, I'm, I'm not, uh, vocationally a pastor. I am, uh, I'm not a deacon or an elder or a bishop or, or any of those types of things. And, um, and, and there's, there's, there's good reason for that. It's cause I'm, I'm not, I'm not called to that. I, you know, I'm, I'm called to other areas, um, vocationally, at least up to this point in, in my life. And, um, I, I just also, when I started going to seminary, you know, I, I, di- I didn't feel like that was a call, but, I, but I did feel a call in my life and, and that gets to be a little bit more clear. Um, and, and it's also not to take anything away from what the, the calling of a, of a pastor is, you know, Caleb, but, um, I would say, but, if I, there was but I believe actually, we're all called. If there was a position in the church called arch dude, I'm pretty sure that you would be the first one to be called for it. That's okay. That's a good title for me, Arch Arch Dude, Arch Dude. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, thank you for that. But, I think but that, it, but I my, think that brings us to why we're doing this and and yes. and what we're doing this for. Uh, when when we sat down to discuss some of these these topics, we noticed that the way that we were talking about things changes in the way that we we get to interact with biblical theology on on a level that. Um, that we've never gotten to interact with before. We're both working on our doctoral uh, degrees right now at the same seminary and are aiming to finish that here in the next couple of years. And some of the stuff that we get to run into gets to really challenge us. The way that we approach scripture, the way that we approach our own lives, the way that that reflects in our lives is something that's that's worth reflecting on together and then also in the presence of others. And uh, it's part of f- having been freely given so many things as Christians and as as leaders in the church, as those who are looking to help other people, now we freely give it back. And this is one of the reasons why we sit down to do a podcast like this, is we get to, we get to help people think through issues that I would probably say not often are they brought up in church. I was a pastor, as you said, Caleb, for eight years. Um, and by the way, actually, I'm, I'm not a pastor at this point. Um, that that uh, particular uh, pleasure in my life did end this past summer, and I've been focusing on my doctoral studies since then. Um, but I will say there are questions that people bring up that challenge a pastor to answer. Some of them are personal. Some of them are difficult. Uh, some of them are embarrassing. And one mm. of the things I wanted to say on the front of this is that, you know, if you've got questions that you just want answered from a theological point of view that have to do with with something that you've never 
you've never even had the gumption in a question and answer time with your pastor or even anything else. Sit down. Or and maybe go, you're a pastor. Right. I want to shoot through how this can actually be thought through. How can we work through this issue? We've got we've got everything on the docket from from gambling to vasectomies coming up. So, I mean, it, nothing is off the table. Mm. I'm saying this is us sitting around a campfire and and talking about these things. And and so when we're when we're talking about high things and stuff, don't don't imagine that any questions that come up into your mind have to be complicated theological things. The reality is that we live theology in a life that's relatable, and so do you, and we want to be able to help with that. So, yeah, I, I, Caleb, I, like that. I already mentioned that we're both in our doctoral programs. You want to talk a little bit about what you're doing in seminary and what your aim is? What you're, maybe a little bit about your dissertation topic, <laughs> because uh, nobody, no, nobody I in don't. a doctoral program fears <laughs> being asked that question. <laughs> So tell me, uh, what's your what's your dissertation topic? Oh, I got about thirty seven different ones. <laughs> and um, each one take three hours to explain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I I guess the the quickest way I can I can be able to bring some context into this um, in a fifteen to twenty five minute podcast. So I, I've always had a I've always had a fascination with the supernatural um always had a fascination with things that are weird um and i've also uh, always been a big fan of luke um so you know i couldn't obviously consider myself a lucan scholar yet but um thankfully that and probably one of the biggest reasons that i've uh i'm here at evangelicals is getting to sit under uh dr douglas buckwalter man uh and and we'll talk more about him later but just just an amazing person full of grace um that uh i'm just so honored you know i wish i got to interact with him more often um but basically my my um it's going to be focusing on it's going to be focusing on acts two um and and specifically you know the point where the disciples are um, filled with the spirit, start, start speaking in tongues. There's a there's a little there's a little part within that text that a lot of uh, people tend to ignore, and it lists out all of these regions. And I just keep finding some very interesting things with those regions. But um, and basically, I believe that that's a a reversal of Babel, the Babel event from uh, Genesis 11, and uh, that's about as quick as I can get to it up at this point, Tim, that, because yeah, I... before we start going off into the rabbit hole, but, uh, that, but does it take you in a rabbit hole? The with glorious a huge rabbit history hole. of traveling rabbit holes with you. I, I think I'm going to, uh, save our audience that experience for a later podcast. Because we're going to, when those questions come up, I'm sure some people will have some good questions about X too. In fact, I'm going to have some good questions for you, uh, here coming in the next couple of years. Uh, with regards to Acts 2, I've always found that a fascinating uh, uh, compatriot to the story of Babel uh, and the answer to it or the fulfillment of it or however you want to look at it and where, whatever direction you're going to take with it, I look forward to it. Um, I also am in the Doctor of Theology program. Um, both of us are in a track called Biblical Theology, which is a specific area mm. of theology where we approach the scripture on its own 
uh, on its own ground, on its own worldview, its own footing. We're going to have a whole episode about biblical theology here in the future, but mm-hmm. uh, we're both in that same track. And so our focus is in specific texts uh, or in specific areas of the texts. So me, I've, I've become a recent fan of Matthew, actually. And so my dissertation mm. topic is narrowing into um, seeing how Matthew portrays Jesus's treatment of scripture and using those passages to combat concurrent scriptural views amongst the Jewish people. And so, for instance, when you have the Pharisees that use the scripture in a certain way, but then Matthew is using Jesus's quotation of scripture to refute those. Uh, Obviously, Jesus truly said these things, but Matthew, of course, in collecting these sayings of Jesus, arrange them in a specific format a specific way to argue or to present a certain presentation of who the messiah is and matthew writing to a primarily jewish audience obviously uh sets out not only should this be challenging how your leaders use the scriptures but for everyone sitting in the synagogue this should be challenging how you treat scriptures and my connection to us today is it should also be challenging the way we approach the scriptures. We tend to approach them thinking that we have the right view of them. And the funny thing is that when Jesus shows up, he actually challenges every single person's view of scripture and always raises it higher. And I've already found my own view getting challenged, and that's not a fun procedure. I will explain uh, in quite detail at another late date, but uh, for oh, today that'll have to, to that. su- that'll have to suffice. <laughs> but that is as close as I can explain of where I am right now. Obviously, not a much uh, not much ink down on the paper uh, regarding that. We are both two years out uh, from our dissertation uh, being complete. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> that is sounding shorter every single time I say it. And I don't, I don't even like the idea of it. So I'm still, we're still trying to get through this summer semester, and uh, we're in a program that's 12 months around the clock, and so or around the calendar rather. And we don't, we don't actually have summer break or anything like that. So we're still in the thick of it, always are. Um, but we obviously have some time for this. Either that, or we're sacrificing sleep or family life. Not sure which exactly. Yeah, I, I, I think anybody that's been into a, a doctoral program to, can attest to, or, and also that, even postgraduate, that, you know, if you did it when you were married with kids and have a career yeah. and a job, that you, you kind of sacrifice, and, and they probably sacrifice the most, um, yeah. a lot of time, a lot of sleep, um, and a lot of brain cells is, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's it can be overwhelming, but... But this is actually it's it's partly even say therapy for me, Tim, because it just just getting to be able to talk about it, mm-hmm. um, and 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 it 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 is very um, exciting to to um, meet people that that do take an interest in in that that that's very rare, um, I would say, but uh, so you know for any of you that are out there that um, you happen to have a friend or a family member. Um, that's in any type of postgraduate studies, ask them about it, whether you're interested or not. They do like to talk about it. It gets to be kind of fun. And I'm sure my wife's ears are about (laughs) bleeding every day. Um, but (laughs) 
Yeah, I honestly I can speak from that as well. Even if you uh, do the blank face and just nod and say yes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, while they speak and then continue on, just that it means the world to 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 people who spend so many hours by themselves reading through dissertations of people that they probably don't like. Uh, so that they can get an idea for how this specific area of something works. They feel alone. Be, be friendly. Yeah, it's a lonely world. <laughs> it it's is. A lo- it's, it's very lonely. Um, therefore, we do stuff like this. And so we, I, I would imagine that we're probably, Tim, we'll have listeners that, are, that we probably go to school with, possibly uh, even probably some, you know, maybe some scholars for, from some other areas that are, that are, have gone through or will be going through this thing, you know, uh, we do uh, plan on uh, inviting from time to time as guests, uh, some other scholars to present their work. Um, Looking forward you know, to my, some of that. My world, my background is in, is in marketing. And, and so, you know, we, we really kind of, I, I want to be a, a tool for them to be able to help them market themselves and, and put them, put their work out there because man, there, there just really is, there's some really good content out there that scholars put out. Unfortunately, it, it, it just, for all sorts of reasons, doesn't get in the hands of really the people that that need it. And, and it's just the regular dudes that need it, especially, I guess, when it comes to theology. You know, we want to do everyday theology for everyday people. And um, people are hungry for it. I, I know they are because I'm one of them. I, you know, I just, there, I came to this point in my life where, um, and not to get too far down the rabbit hole there, but just in, for, just from my perspective and my faith where I just, I just, God put this burning in my heart for a hunger for God's word. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and of course that leads down all, all kinds of paths. And, um, you know, when you're, when you're, in that box, I guess, so to speak, and, and, and you're trying to find all of this stuff, you, you find that you you start consuming the same, pardon pardon me, Tim, the same crap over and over. And, and it got to the point where I'm like, man, it's, I'm just hearing the same repeated thing over and over again, said in a different way. Um, and it got to be like the movie Groundhog Day. And I I just, I knew that there was something more. That was, that was my, one of my biggest... Uh, reasons and that you know that could, could even be selfish but um i really did feel god lead me to to do this thing called seminary and man ha- has it been a journey and a good 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 journey and there's just scholars man they're just broken people like me and you they're lonely that they, you know they just they want to be heard they need to be heard they um that it's it's it, they are part of I I would say a spiritual gifting to, to the body of Christ, and we want to we want to bring that to the body. Is is really kind of where my heart's at with it. Spoken like a true archdude of the church, very well. Archdude, <laughs> I think that's becoming I your like new that. title here. So when we're when we're talking about a lot of these things, and you say that there's some scholars that would want to be on, I know some that I grew up nearby that just me referencing sitting around a campfire with a beer already puts me on their naughty list. Um, but there's there's a number of there's a number of topics like that that we are going to address. And uh, if if you are uh, aware of either myself or Caleb in life, you know that there's there's few topics that we shy away from. 
we know uh, <laughs> we know how to push boundaries and limits and how to test people's uh, patience. Be a provocateur. So if you if you're interested in being offended uh, to any extent with regards to theological topics, this is not the show for you to listen to. <laughs> not um, your, not your show. Well, our goal here is not to even primarily be pastoral. That's not our role in your lives. Uh, no. Our our role is as friends and as 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 budding scholars to help people think through things. And so, yeah. as far as that's concerned, when Caleb and I first started talking about this, everything's on the table, and that yeah. goes for that for, goes for questions from our audience. That goes for things that just crop up into our minds. And boy, I tell you, things just crop up in our minds, and we just go like, you know what? I got a better idea for today's show. Let's do this instead. Um, and so, and, and one thing that's creeping up in my mind too that you brought up, Tim. And I hate to interrupt you, but that. You brought up about about us not being pastors, and that's very true. We also don't want to be interpreted as saying that that we think that that role is not important. That that we we really do truly believe that uh, you you know you should be sitting up underneath somebody who who's going to shepherd your soul well. Absolutely, um, that's not our role. Um, yeah, that's yeah. That's, but but we do want to help you walk through it because th- this is another thing, Tim, that I find is there's so many people that do not feel like they have a place to lay their head. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, and and y'all know maybe you know maybe maybe that would be something along the lines that you know we 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 can just help with. You know, ma- no matter where somebody's at geographically, where we can help them find that place. Yeah, help encourage um, you to see that too. I think a lot of people are. I mean, this this recent pandemic and churches closing and uh, and things like this. I I hear a lot of people talking about things like online church and uh, and things like that. And uh, you know, it just grates my nerves every time I hear it. Uh, church isn't online. I'm sorry. You know, I, it and I know a lot of people disagree with me about this, but there is something real and tangible to being involved in people's lives beyond the social network level uh you need it i need it when when i was no longer a pastor i immediately found a pastor that i could submit to and be under and not because i'm afraid of myself but because i because we need that as christians that is an extension of fellowship it's the same thing that when we run into books written by someone who lived 150 years before us you know oh mm. what do they have to do with my day my everyday life they have everything to do with it mm-hmm. and you don't even know it and the reality is that the more you start to learn about these things the more you start to respect your need to recognize uh your own base comes from a lot of this stuff and pastors are the same way i said it when i was a pastor i say it now to my pastor whom i have enormous respect for um mm-hmm. and those 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 men that God has given to us need to be taken advantage of uh with regards to with regards to submitting to and and being near and encouraging uh i oh, i yes. i'll tell you honestly one of the hardest things that that ever was as a pastor of a church was how utterly lonely you felt uh, mm. And if I could ever mm. even just say to anybody, if your pastor is worth his salt, send him a thank you card this week and and do it. Mm. Call him up, text him, whatever you got, whatever connection you got that's 
that's normal for you to uh, connect with him, thank him for this. Because yes. the amount the amount of work and and tears that he has shed over you, you will never know mm. if he is worth mm. his salt. Mm. 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 So anyway, yeah. So uh, even if you think he sucks, he probably he probably doesn't too. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just I'm just saying. I you know I've I've had a lot of pastors that you know when I was more spiritually mature that I, I mean man that dude sucks. Um, <laughs> and he didn't, man. He didn't. He, uh, and I, I know that I'm, I'm being kind of funny, but man, it's, it's, it's definitely the toughest job. There, there's no doubt about it. Um, well, on that note, Caleb, of expressing how uh, being a pastor indeed does suck, would you like to close out our first episode with a prayer, both for uh, a prayer of commission for this? Uh, our our goal to set this out and and to begin this uh, kind of journey together, as well as a prayer for our pastors and uh, for our our budding audience out there. Yeah, yeah, Close I would. Prayer. Thanks, uh, man. Lord Jesus, we just uh, we thank you. We thank you for the um, first of all the opportunity to to be in a place to have the freedom to be able to to do something like this, uh, Lord Jesus, and. Uh, we're going through tough times right now, Lord, and, and so we we lift up all of these pastors all over the world um, that are in these places that are that are dark and and lonely. Lord, we we just ask you to fill them with your peace, with your presence. Let them know that you're not alone. They're not alone, and they're doing good work. Even though I know that there's days, weeks, months, possibly even years of, of questioning um, if what they're doing is the right thing, you're doing the right thing. Lord, we um thankful, thankful for for the body of Christ. And, um, and you know, as we get to, to meet and, and touch people's lives around the world, Lord, we just, um, we, we know we know you're sovereign in that, and we we just ask that uh, that Tim and I both can can be fruitful uh, stewards of, of what you've given us. Lord, uh, thank you so much for uh, for loving us. Teach us to love you better. In your holy name, we pray. Amen. For listening to Theology Untucked. Join us each week as we engage in all things theological, biblical, and cultural. These are the types of conversations we should be having in the church today, and we aim to play our part. Also, we'd love to hear from you. If you have a question you'd like us to address or a prayer request, please send them to us. You can reach me at Caleb at TheologyUntucked.com. Or you can reach me at Tim at TheologyUntucked.com. Do note that your prayer requests remain strictly confidential. We will not be sharing them on the show. For more information or to support the show, please visit TheologyUntucked.com. Lord's blessings to you all.